Adapt or die is a phrase that I've heard for years now. I'm not exactly sure exactly who originated it, but most definitely several have have used it. I've heard it in movies. I've seen it with athletes. I've seen it used in the military. The idea of adapt or die is the idea of you need to be able and willing to to make adjustments or for example, your, phys- your business will fail. And so the idea is, well, if you fail to adjust, then your, 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 your non-adjusting will ultimately lead to your failure. And, and so it, it's crazy to think that 88% of Fortune 500 uh, firms that existed in 1955 are now gone I mean, these are like the most successful businesses in America, and you would think that they would still be here and existing, but they're gone. And so the question is, why? I mean, either these companies have gone bankrupt or they've merged, um, and and some of them have still exist, but they've fallen out of the top uh, 500. The reason why is that they didn't adapt, and so their businesses failed. They they died. I want to give you a couple examples, a couple lessons that we can learn. And if, if you're familiar with these companies, some of them will, will resonate closely. If, if not, it, it shows even more how, how powerful uh, the adapter die philosophy is because these were some of the most prominent companies uh, that were around, let's say, when, when I was growing up. And so I'm 52 years old now and Essentially, you know, I grew up in the 80s, 90s. Uh, that would be my, my, my youth, my teenage years. And so these were some of the most popular companies. The first one I want to look at is, is Blockbuster Video. And Blockbuster Video is really, uh, ironically, one of those companies that, uh, that took advantage of, of adapting. There, there used to be beta movies. And then uh, quickly, there were VHS movies and then DVD movies. And, and we saw Blockbuster uh, video rentals kind of uh, adapting and, and growing with uh, the industry. Uh, they had a huge uh, movie and video game rental service. And, and, you know, essentially they were a fairly new company. I mean, they were founded in 1985. It was, it was a fairly new type of business, but it, but it was huge. At its peak in 2004, uh, Blockbuster had 84,000 people employed worldwide in over 9,000 uh, stores. That's, that's incredible. It's very, very successful. I mean, the Blockbuster was kind of the staple of your Friday, Saturday night. You know, it was movie night. You'd go to Blockbuster, go get a movie. But the problem with Blockbuster is they were unable to transition towards the digital model. Uh, the new model, you know, the computer of downloading. And so uh, in 2010, Blockbuster actually filed bankruptcy. But here's the interesting twist. In the year 2000, this new startup company that was really struggling to monetize, they were struggling to be financially uh, solvent, approached Blockbuster with an offer to sell their company to Blockbuster for $50 million. Now, $50 million may seem like a lot, but when you hear the company, you'll, you'll, you'll understand. At the time, the Blockbuster CEO had no interest in the offer. 
I mean, he, he just thought, look, you know, that's a nice little business niche. Uh, but at the time it was losing money and he just didn't see the vision. Well, that company was Netflix. And Netflix had started their exchange of mailing in videos one by one. And then they had a little digital platform that they were also uh, included. Well, the rest is, as we like to say, uh, history, right? And so Netflix is now uh, a huge company and Blockbuster, because of its failure to adjust, to adapt or die, died. Another company that was really uh, popular was Tower Records. Tower Records uh, existed from 1960 to 2004. It sold CDs, cassette tapes, DVDs, you know, electronic gadgets, video games, accessories, that kind of stuff. It was kind of your, your, you know, your, your fun station, really. But they lacked, again, the foresight uh, to, to keep growing. They, they, they stopped growing with the digital age and, uh, you know, some new platforms, you know, iTunes came around, uh, streaming, Spotify, Pandora, uh, essentially put them out of business. They did not adapt, and so they too died. A third uh, sample business is Kodak, Kodak Film. I mean, who would have thought that a company like Kodak that was was global, it was nationwide, it was the, the world's biggest film company, um, but they didn't grow again with the digital revolution. And they were afraid. They were afraid that if they, they, you know, morphed into the digital, then it would affect their, their film business. Well, they were right. It affected it because they didn't adapt. Again, they failed to adjust. They were out of business. And then finally, one of my favorite companies was Toys R Us. Toys R Us existed from 1948 to 2017. It was the world's largest toy chain. It was a, it was a, a toy store and it had huge change. It was one of the, one of the really first big box stores, honestly. And, uh, it failed to understand that, that people were going to purchase, uh, businesses over the internet online and slowly, but surely com- companies like Amazon began to, uh, take away some of their vendors and sell the same products online and and actually compete. And so at the end of the day, Toys R Us just couldn't keep up with with Amazon. And so as a a result, Toys R Us is is now closed and they missed the opportunity uh, essentially to to grow with Amazon uh, and have its own e-commerce presence. But uh, it just it didn't see or understand the future. Now, you'll notice that in these four examples, all four of them were uh, examples really of the digital age. And, uh, and that's somewhat intentional. It's intentional because one, well, the digital age is really uh, having a major effect on almost all companies and organizations. And so I want to encourage you, I want to encourage you that as you're growing, as you're adapting, whatever skill or talent that you have, keep in mind that there's always some new innovation. There's always something that's on the horizon. And even though it may not really fit your niche and you have something special, you, you do need to consider uh, adapting or you might be dying.
Well, that concludes today's show. If you like today's episode, then cut and paste this chapter and send it to a friend. Or please leave a review and be sure to click subscribe so that you don't miss any future episodes. You can learn more about me by checking out my website, TonyMJamie.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at Ravensdale Bible Academy, or you can buy Good, Better, Best, the book through Amazon. See you next time.